previously on Riffwike. The party heads to sell specialties to um, buy a couple glass dildos. Also, um, Gorif gets his debt paid off. Hi there, my name's Nathan, and I'm the Dungeon Master of Riffwike. I'm Caden, and I play Gorif Randheim, the Dwarven Paladin. I'm Josh, and I play Josefi Krakowski, the Human Paladin. And I'm Remy, playing Harlan Hornbrew, the Dwarf Celestial Warlock. I'm Mitch, and I'm the real DM. Nathan doesn't know what he's doing. We hope you enjoyed this episode, <laughs> and welcome to Riffway. So, the party is currently um, staying at the Sandy Cup. <laughs> the fact that the Sandy and, Cup um, is their name is still so upsetting to me. <laughs> so, would Syl let Harlan and Herlin like, work with him on this to speed things along and learn a few things? Sure, uh, if you won't be a hindrance. Kaden, can you? I mean, yourself? we're both kind of magicy boys, so. Okay. Um. So Sale would be happy to let you help, but uh. You might not be able to help as much as you think you are able to. So yeah. Well, honestly, so. the preference is more just like starting to learn about shard magic. Yep. So okay. Muscle so, and his turf. Uh, you, you head into Sale's specialties and um head down the stairs. And uh, you see so hard at work, um, busy inscribing runes into bits of glass uh, and adjusting the fixtures in his room, all the gemstones are fixed to his walls and to different surfaces, placing uh, the phallic objects against them and then adjusting the runes and whatnot to adjust the uh, castings. All right, so he spent, what was it, two days, you said? Yeah. And so, uh, two days later, uh, you leave the sandy cup and uh, head to Sil's place. And um, he's sat in the counter with your goods nicely wrapped on the table. Uh, Mitch, do you want to announce the name for our new items? Oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Remy, like, Mitch, do you want to say your two words for the episodes? No, I do not. It's the only way he'll say a word. Bitch. <laughs> 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 I said I said my part for the episode. No, you didn't. I said my contribution. <laughs> All your words will only be in the background. Or not the background, the behind the scenes. Look, everyone knows it's a matter of hubris to loudly proclaim the name of your weapon. Now let's go. <laughs> but we are full of hubris. <laughs> All right, fine. The Rod of Passion. Uh-huh. Okay. Are they both called Rod of Passion? Yeah, they're the same. No. We're twinsies. No. Let's see. How full of passion? <laughs> May I ask? Is it like to the brim, you know? Like, describe this rod of passion. If you were me. to alter self, the rod of passion would go all the way through to your mouth. <laughs> That's how much passion that rod has. <laughs> Actually, there's a thought that I don't want to ask, but is now in my brain because you assholes said that. <laughs> so, we mentioned go that on. it is mentally controllable. How forceful is it able to be? Because, like, if you get uh, too into things, is there a risk 
I mean, if there's always a risk. No there's risk, always no a risk. If it's not properly lubricated, you could have some anal tearing. Like, it's but a, I mean, just in terms of, of pure force. What? Like, have you slapped Deadly. someone with a dildo before? Yeah, it can hurt. Like, <laughs> and these dildos are made of unbreakable glass. Yeah, true. Be careful with your sexual partners, everyone. You can hurt them if you're not careful. With your magic, unbreakable glass dildo. This PSA comes from the Cock Knowledge Gang. What? <laughs> Okay. But, okay, let me put it this way. In terms of like how much force is it able to generate? Like, could we pull a Mary Poppins from this thing? Like, I don't get the reference. Could, okay, I... could it could it hold our own body weight? Like if we were telekinetically controlling it in the air, could it could we hang from it? Are you asking if you could just like ride it like a broomstick? <laughs> I mean it's too small for that, so no. <laughs> and have it shove up your ass. And I mean, I, I guess oh God, no! <laughs> it depends on how hard it is, doesn't it? Like, how much weight could this thing carry? Let's put it that way. Probably like maybe five kilograms. Oh boy. Okay, know, for I the mean, sake of there, convenience, there's a guy do you want to just push ups with the penis? So, you do know. you want to just say it's basically like mage hand and it's like ten pounds? Yeah, that works. Like, let's just go with that since that's a. Typical D and D number. Typical D and D number. Okay, and that means you don't have to worry about like accidentally spearing it through someone's body. If you what, what about intentionally you know spearing it through someone's I, body? I am still like so confused. Like, how would that become a problem? When would you accidentally do? You're just holding it. No, you're not holding it. That's the point. What? This can be mentally controlled. That's a thing that it has. So it can like piston psychically. I thought but it was I don't a rod know. of the pack keeper. It is. When we oh, hold it. But it's also for sex toy use. Ah. Uh, your 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 um when they say your weapon is positively dripping with magic. <laughs> and come. And ribbed for their pleasure. <laughs> ribbed for my <laughs> pleasure. <laughs> and well lubricated, of course. <laughs> Did y'all get the self-lubricating type? I, I believe that was on the option table. I don't remember. I don't Nathan, still it. It'll be fine. is it able to self-lubricate? No. <laughs> Damn it. <sighs> Where are we going to get lube Nathan, in the apocalypse? Can we just, just say that we figure this out during construction and get it dealt with? Because that's troublesome. Sure. And gross. <laughs> But also just like having a constantly lubed up rod. Of the no, <laughs> there is a reason that I said able to self lubricate. No, no, no. It, it not exclusively self lubricate. No, don't it never take this from Don't if take you, this from If you, you swing it, you could get the permanently lubricated. If, if you swing it, there's a fifty percent chance it just flies out of your hand. Can you imagine you just like swinging at someone and then it's like fucking glass cock just slips out of your hands and just fucking <laughs> just guys punch someone in the face. This is going to be our primary implement and you're taking it too far. 
as far <laughs> which is which is saying we're something. Taking it too far. Okay. We're taking it too far. My floating glass cock should be taken seriously. You guys. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You respect my four foot long schlong. How dare you? <laughs> Who do you think you are not showing it the proper respect this oily cock deserves? <laughs> this oily remote control vibrating <laughs> trusting cock. <laughs> You take it seriously, <laughs> goddammit. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> God. <laughs> I fucking God. Nathan's just like, campaign over, we're starting again. <laughs> I'm like, done. I'm he done. can't compensate with what he's created. Nothing will beat this. I, I quit. <laughs> It's been a good run, everyone. <laughs> I had fun, but uh, I think I think we hit a peak, man. I think this is the best that this show will get. <laughs> Nothing will be as good from this point onwards. <laughs> okay, so you get your <laughs> rods of passion, and um, mm -hmm. I guess you should be on your way to uh, Dren if you're going to head off. I figured, why not just do another shopping episode? Like, no. Hey, why not? <laughs> you know, you could, like, like get, like get matching, like I don't know, like um, butt plugs for those. So. Well, I mean, they already do. I do have mine. <laughs> yeah, but like, get one for everyone. You know, like, what's to say you can't? You know, <laughs> get one for everyone in the city of Dren. <laughs> right, yeah, we like, go to Dren. Art. For the generosity. <laughs> anyway, to Dren! <laughs> to Dren! In Arc 4, the party accidentally creates the, the god of pleasure, Sladesh. <laughs> so, the party is going to make their way towards Dren. Um, heading my horse, and uh, Gorif is uh, riding up ahead, I presume. And, uh, Gorch kind of seems to be extremely tired, but not in the way that normal horses are. Um, due to uh, Gorch's uh, certain um, new disposition to speech, uh, he's uh, yelling out in pain as the ride goes on. This is rather disturbing, I presume, to most of the party. Gorch, shut up or I'll put a fucking axe in your head! You fucking ah! loud bastard! Christ! It hurts! You're making me look like some sort of bad person out here, Gorch! Christ! Shut up! You are a bad person! No, 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 he's, he's, he's delusional, don't worry about him. He's, um, got something wrong with his head. What's wrong with your horse? I, um, Scott, um, learning disabilities. I, be patient with him, you know. You have learning disabilities, Gareth, I've been paid. Uh, Where does it hurt, Gorge? Everywhere, my heart, my soul. Oh, I stop being die. such a bitch, God! Just get down with it, Christ alive! Ah! But what's the actual problem? Like, is it... Do your legs hurt? Is it, like, just because it's hot? No, it's all the... It's all the freaking knives in my stomach jostling around. <laughs> what? <laughs> he coughs up a, a sharp knife from his mouth. Christ! 
<laughs> slow head turn towards Gorif. Yeah. What? Where did that come from, Gorf? You put it there. You put it there. I I I am. Anyway, um, let's. You'll be fine, Gorf. Don't. Don't change the subject. Don't fret. The knife clapped us on the ground as he continued right. <laughs> Christ, man, this is crazy. Should probably give this horse a surgery, but I don't. I personally don't have any uh... qualification. <laughs> Horse tranquilizers, yeah, or, or qualification. Well, the thing is, if you fuck up the surgery and accidentally kill the horse, it just disappears. Oh, well, that's a lot fun. It's good practice. So then, should we simply cut open its stomach and remove the knives and just have Gorf resummon it? We could do that. Uh, problem, though, is that, uh, you know, Gorf has to stay alive for most of the surgery or just comes back with another knife. In it. So we simply heal it enough to keep it alive with the stomach open until the operation is complete. Then either That's we working. heal him back to normal health. Or worst case scenario, should it pass, then he can be resummoned. All right, gotcha. I don't. It sounds like a bad idea. We probably I mean, shouldn't I... be doing invasive surgery in the middle but of the desert. But... It's either that, or we prompt you to vomit the knives, and that seems worse. That would be very bad. All right, Gorge, get on your side. He runs faster. <laughs> oh, Gorge, get back here! Get back oh, here, no. Gorge! It sounds like a lot of pain. Uh, Gorif, if you would, please order the horse to stop moving. Gorf, stop running, you bitch! <laughs> and he, he stopped so suddenly that Gorif has thrown off the horse's back. Gorif, can you make me a dexterity saving throw? Um, can you give me, uh, like a minute? <laughs> sure. <laughs> because he hasn't got fantasy grounds out, but... Well, not only yeah. that, but, oh yeah, and that as well, alright. I mean, is anyone surprised that Caitlin didn't join? Uh, no. 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 The... I can answer that question for them, then no one's surprised. <laughs> okay, uh, Caitlin, you rolled in that one. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> wow, <laughs> he, he really did. Oh, that makes god. it a zero because Caden's dex is minus one. Oh my god, I fucking died. So, uh, Gareth, you are launched off G Gorge's back and your face just hits. Like, so currently you're riding through this bit where, like, the desert slowly becomes these, like, rocky ground where it slowly connects into this mountain range, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, you are thrown off in such a perfect arc that there's a like like a boulder ahead, and your head just plants directly into it, and you just hear the crunch of this poor oh, man's face as it just slams into it. Gorif, you're gonna take one d six damage. Okay, only one d six. That sounds a lot more than one d six. That sounds like fucking wheelchair for life. No, damage. this is going to benefit <laughs> benefit you later, Garth. You'll Gorf's... be very surprised how this. It's only one d six damage, but if he rolls a six, Gorf's spine does snap and he becomes paralyzed <laughs> from the neck down. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that that's the end of Garf. He has to retire due to medical issues. And in our party of three healers, we just like, nope, uh, that's just no, too bad. <laughs> His neck is broken. It, it's impossible to save him. <laughs> oh, we just no, like toss no. him into the river. 
Oh no! Draw the auto save him! My heavy armor makes it impossible for me to swim! Oh no! You're not even wearing it right now, Yosefi! You shut your goddamn mouth! I'm sorry! He's like, who are you actually? Who's this guy speaking? I am God! I'll kill you too, God! No! Right, I'm in. What do you want, Nathan? <laughs> All right, Goreth, you're gonna take one d six damage. Ow! All right, I can't. I can't choose Goreth. Uh, you can slow the game. One second. Being slow, probably because I'm on. Uh, you know, I don't know how Fantasy yeah. Grounds is having all these problems when on the, the the page where you pick what campaign you're joining, it says there's only five hundred and forty three fucking games ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> it should run better than that. All right. All right, I took six damage from my 96 health. I didn't see the roll. Oh, I took four damage. All see, right. Nathan, if you didn't say anything, you would have taken full damage fucking... on that. Sorry, I trust the dice my dice my shoulder. So, Garth, you are going to hit this rock like like a hollow man who has been thrown off a horse and flies off a horse and hits a rock, has been hit by a rock. Oh. <laughs> I hate you so, so much. Poetry in motion. <laughs> the Deponte is slow to a stop as they see Garth get up from the ground. And um, when they look at Garth's face, they almost feel as if he's unrecognizable. <laughs> what? You got no. your disguise. His, his face is twisted in, in this unnatural way that Makes it very hard to tell <laughs> that Garf looked like Garf, um, just based off on his face. Prestidigitation. Mm. You don't have that spell. Does <laughs> <laughs> it fix my face? Please, I don't. No, I don't want to do a Mark Hamill. Ugh! Don't make it dirty. <laughs> don't ever let Caden get prestidigitation. <laughs> Mark Hamill. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, that was good. <laughs> I get that one. Uh, Don't drink and drive, we kid. Need, we need a wampa. <laughs> <laughs> just pops out of the sand. Undead yeti. <laughs> Alright, so my face is fucked, which is my disguise for Dren. Cool. Thanks, thanks, Nathan. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna begin surgery right. on go Gorge. <laughs> Oh right, Christ! Okay. Can you roll me a surgery check? Um, medicine? I do not have proficiency in surgery. How about I medicine? <laughs> I probably don't have proficiency in medicine either. Could you argue with animal check anyways. Uh, <laughs> guidance to give you the extra D four. Also, why are we operating on on the horse? Because Gorge apparently has a stomach full of daggers. Or does anyone want to guidance things. me? Yes. I will do that. Do I roll the d4 or do you? Uh, the, uh, I cast it on you, so you. Plus one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well. All and right. the horse is dead. So I got a total of a five, which means basically what we do is we just cut Gorf open using Yosefi's javelin that he has. 
and just rip the daggers out there willy-nilly, but I'm constantly using uh, healing hands to keep him from going unconscious. These cries of pain almost deafen everyone at present, but after a couple seconds pass, you think you got all of them. Out of curiosity, is it all daggers or other things in there? Oh no, there's like so many glass dildos in here. <laughs> Enough for every person in Dren to have one. You, you see all sorts of things like bones and whatnot. You you think you even find like a like an untouched elf corpse, like like a <laughs> sorry, not an elf corpse, an a no untouched corpse. elf corpse. What does that <laughs> mean? Like like, like like this chewed up gnome corpse in there somewhere. It's like fucking <laughs> all sorts of stuff. Like swords and stuff. Gorif, what have you been feeding Gorge? Ah, uh, well, um. We. There was a period of time where I was traveling alone with Gorge, and, um, you know, Mother Nature is one of the most beautiful gifts that we have got on this, um, world. I didn't want to litter. So, you know, I didn't have a bin or anywhere to store my shit, so. Is, is this I kind a of child's just... corpse? <laughs> no, it's a gnome uh, it's a, No, it's a gnome. Um, I mean, we don't like gnomes, do we? Come on. But, um, he, he wronged uh, why, me. Why is there back. a corpse in your horse's stomach? Well, Gorge was, um... Well, I was at this town, right? And this gnome, he, he wronged me. He looked at me the wrong way. He wronged me, right? So I had to deal with him. And once he was dealt with, there was a bit of a manhunt for the, um, the gnome. People tried to look for him, but um, they couldn't find him because I disposed of the body. Well, how? Apparently not. Also, how I mean, long does no it take inside Gorge to digest stuff? Like, granted, a lot it of this does. is metal. He won't digest that, but... How long ago does this... How old does this corpse look? It looks very fresh. It's like a medicine chick. I haven't killed anyone since I've been with the party. <laughs> Probably. It's an old corpse. <laughs> with my All seven, right. I can deduce that this is dead. Well, <laughs> we can't bury the body here because, and he just like look, like gestures at the purple sand. So, how do we fully dispose of it then? Fire? Gorge? <laughs> Fireball the no! horse. No! Please, no! Has Gorge has had all of the stuff taken out of him, right? Yeah. All right. You, you know from the Christmas episode, just, is pretty good at eating known corpses. Sefi just plants the javelin right into the neck. That way it can pass. Because there's no way that he's going to be able to sew that thing back together. <laughs> and Gorge uh, just whispers, Thank you. <laughs> Don't thank me yet. He's going to summon you back in about three minutes. You could plant a sword in Gorov's neck. That's also true. I actually use a lance most of the time. So, so, what do we do about this b body? Mm. Aye, we could spooky, scary skeletons. Aye, that'd be know, quite funny. We, so, do we need to, do we need to either cremate it or, if it were spread out a bit, would that prevent it being raised? Uh, Yosefi takes out the anal beads of ecstatic pleasure, and he's just gonna destroy its skull so we can get a move on. Okay, you twike the dip corpse's skull into a breaks into a million pieces. There you go. The anal beads of ecstatic pleasure. 
Yeah. Being used. Okay, so. The party is going to head onwards down the trail, and slowly there's a rocky bit um, of where the desert meets the mountain range just turns into just full-on rocky terrain where it does take some effort to cross. Gorich has been resummoned by Gorif, I presume. And uh okay. Well, alright, since we've got uh ten minutes for Gorif to resummon Gorge, uh use that time to just sacred flame the corpse into ashes. Just in case. The sacred flame. Easy peasy. Yeah, no good chance to Here, just get a feel bones. for the new rod. <laughs> Fireball! <laughs> No. Um, so you are going to um, make your way to what's the mountain of Zorn, and um, as you get closer, you're going to see the large. Uh, what do you call those? Can Yusefi consecrate Natessa to be his his summoned mount? I don't know. Can can he? I don't know. Remy, is, can he? Is he aim, <laughs> able to do that? There's no uh-huh. rule that says you can, but I don't think there's any rule that says you can't. So that's more okay. a DM call of like, can you attune an animal to be your mount? As a, do you have abilities that allows you to summon a mount? That's my question. I mean, yeah, he's a paladin. I'm so paladin. Yeah. Right. So yes, you can do that. I like you. Woo! Natessa's going to be my dog forever. And ever Die. and ever and ever. <laughs> And then we will ride through the heavens together. <laughs> Come on, Natessa. Let's go kill God. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> okay. And that's so, Yosefi's character arc. <laughs> <laughs> so the party is going to um, make their way to Dren. The uh, large t- two towers that uh, stand side by side against the uh, gate of um, Dren stand tall and uh, are flush with the uh, rough mountain wall that rises into its peak. The doors stand open and you, uh, from outside looking in, you can see the multiple um, platforms moving about within the city of Dren. I'm a fan of this place. A lot of um, so, um, memories here. Uh, did, enter- did Blackthorn give us a contact or person mm-hmm. we should be looking for here uh there's um he told you to uh first look for uh a man by the name of gavi dorn who's a foreman at one of the um forges he's uh pretty well known about the place and uh okay yeah. so obviously herlin and harlan don't know but mm-hmm. just to make sure i am remembering correctly this is the dude that locked Morris and Gorif in with that fire elemental, yeah? Yes. Okay, so Gorif knows the name, theoretically. Yeah. So, um, currently, uh, as you enter the gate, you see a bunch of, like, like as you approach the place, like, okay, like, at these sorts of locations, you get a couple, like, uh, pamphlets and whatnot, like, posters and... Uh, warning bounties and whatnot, and then you just see like Gorif says, "Must not enter. If he's found within the city, he must be killed on sight." <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, 
does Yosefi recognize the name? Is he very familiar with gladiatorial? It, it was gladiatorial combat, right? No, no, no. No, no. No, the guy is just a foreman, and he oh. just was having a problem and just threw Corf and Morris at it. All right, well, there you go. Never mind. <laughs> He's just a criminal. By He's just a bad person. <laughs> yeah, come to think of it, wasn't that the same dude who also tried to get paid twice for the same job? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that asshole. And thankfully, or unfortunately... Harlan, Harlan, and Yosefi know none of this. Yeah, Garth isn't going to bring yeah. any of it up. No, he is not. <laughs> I'm just going to expense any way. payments to Blackthorn so he can get paid twice if he wants. There you go. All right. So, yeah, so we'll just start having to just try to get directions to finding this guy. So, um, you do need to go down one level. And uh, this is a pretty long ride. You need to wait for about an hour. So eventually you're going to be standing there in a uh, long, pretty long queue at the station next to the moving platforms. And then with a light ton, the massive platform go- like comes to a stop on the same level that you are on. This is... Um, you're definitely going to notice something. On the sign, it's going to be uh, a big sign saying... Pupperchinos, and then that—that's the name of the store. Hey, Giuseppe's gonna walk up to the vendor. Um, while you're walking up, the platform shudders a bit, and the party feels himself uh, begin to be lowered down to the next level. Woo. So, um, how is business, the... you son of a gun? Is it the same guy that I? Is that the same guy I showed it to? Okay, it's not yeah. some random dude and, uh, who's trying to live up to it. <laughs> he blinks for a second. It's like. Hey, you're Sammy, it's you! Yes. He he comes over and gives you a hug. Like, it's been a while. I return this it hardly. popping off. Oh, I'm that's crazy good to about hear. here. Uh, I don't know, but um, if you look around, recently there's been all sorts of weird stuff going on. Oh, what kind? We're actually so, specifically um, here to solve stuff like that. Oh, I see. Um, Yeah, so... Those Naivian fuckers came out from, normally come out from the underground to, well, attack us, right? Yeah. So, uh, apparently they, they did climb back out of the ground and we thought they were going to attack us, but um, it turns out that, uh, well, they're running from something. Oh, so we have a refugee and, uh, crisis on our hands. What, a refugee crisis? Yeah, you like... Mean like uh, like, uh, runaway people be- take over a town, pretend uh, they're here, guys. What? Yes. <laughs> mm, I don't I don't quite follow. It, it's like um, people whose homes have been destroyed uh, by someone bigger or stronger or imperialistic, and so they're attempting to flee from those individuals or from the poverty that the people, the person created. So it, to do that, they run across uh, what in the modern state is defined as a border, a border crossing, if you will, in an attempt to find sanctuary and safety. Right. You need to put ah, up walls. Yes, Steffi, you are a very smart man, and he gives you a pound. Thank you. Talking about very smart man, ah, uh, you make me a lot of money. Uh, yes. So I would like to show my gratitude, and he, uh, like, uh, like pats you on the back and pulls you 
to the back and um he opens a drawer and then takes out a bunch of paperwork and then checks his paperwork and then opens a different um like uh, a, a a hidden wall and then uh pulls out a chest and then he slaps it and it's like this is for you. Oh, what's in it? I opened it up. Uh, it's your portion of the earnings and then <laughs> you open it up and it's like you just see um it's chock full of gold. Oh. Uh is going to look at this chest full of gold and he goes, you know, I appreciate it greatly. I'm glad that people are enjoying the pappuccinos and that it has created such prosperity for you. Uh, I would like to take my portion of the earnings and reinvest it into your business. So I close he, it and I hand it back to him. He turns around, turns to Yosefi and says, Yosefi, yes. you are too kind. Thank you. <laughs> just, just for curiosity's get, get you sake, how, yeah. how, how much is in that chest? Uh, it doesn't matter, Remy, you didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but for the audience at home and those who are curious, Remy's like dying inside. He's like, <laughs> he's like, no, no, that sounds like a fucking huge goldfish. It's like fucking no, no. I'm actually on your to... no. I'm okay with mostly this. wants to I see just know. Terrible concept of you, No, no. This isn't a greed thing. This is a curiosity thing. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Yosefi would have seen. Something in the realms of about twenty to thirty thousand gold pieces. <laughs> so the guy's a billionaire, is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, like Yosefi's made Jeff it, Bezos. When you think about it, these freaking elevators aren't cheap to run, right? They're like fucking expensive things. So if you get a spot on them, you're already pretty rich to begin with, yeah, exactly. and then you have this really good product. That people all buy when they ride it, yeah, that's gonna make some money. So, <laughs> Yosefi, uh, he's gonna turn to Yosefi and say, "You get yourself and your friends a bunch of drinks. It's all on the house, okay? Have a good time." And then he um just quickly puts the uh, chest back and then closes the thing. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the chat, Nathan? <laughs> <laughs> So, again, for the folks at home, the real reason that I actually was asking that is before, when Nathan was just mentioning it at first, I put in the chat, here we go, obligatory Nathan doesn't know gold moment. And then the number came out, called it. <laughs> See, what's funny is, I said that that's why you were asking before I even saw the chat. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> That's uh, the real reason I was asking because <laughs> I wanted satisfaction to know I was right. That is the thing I care most about. Hey, my gold skills according to all the other stuff in the world. Okay. <laughs> oh man, how? Okay, we have not been gone that long. It's been very long. <laughs> uh, how? How much does each puppercino sell for? Forty-two gold above. Very expensive. <laughs> mm -hmm. Five silver. Twenty bucks. <laughs> Two silver. Twenty-seven. Two hundred dollars. <laughs> Two gold. How, how many gold pieces per puppuccino does it cost? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's free. How did he get this money? It's tips only. That's the legality of trying to sell alcohol in these things. <laughs> 
man. You can't sell them, but you can accept tips. <laughs> it's accepted donations. They they have this thing called a Patreon. Uh, they they have a bunch of <laughs> different tiers. <laughs> oh boy! All right. So, is there uh, some other bartender here, or is it just the one guy? Um, that's his wife. Okay. So, what beverages do you have available? Well, uh, I mean, there's really only one to speak of. And that would be the Papuccino. And she shows the Papuccino to Yes, uh, uh, I, I'm familiar with the Papuccino. Uh, I'm actually in a party with Yosefi, the inventor of such. Uh, he just went into ah. the back with your husband. Ah, I see. Um, and that's the, the only beverage that you have. No, we do have other ales and, well, um, beers and whatnot. You have well, any kombucha? <laughs> well, kombucha. Tell you what, this is a special occasion. Uh, what do you have on the more high end side of things? Remy, what, what, what is high end? I don't know. <laughs> well, like, do they have any swirly or some dwarven equivalent? Oh, let's see. Okay, um, she's going to nod and uh, take a second, and then she's going to take out this, like, square looking like rectangle um stone square looking rectangle table. it's made of stone and he she puts it on the safest of the table and then she uh grabs the top and pulls it off and this like there's this like um what do you call it cylinder that goes in and it's filled with liquid and there's like a little cut in it so that it actually can be poured out properly oh this is interesting and um there is text this? Uh, chinzel into the side and um, vaguely using your understanding of dwar- dwarven, right? I'm a dwarf, you, you asshole! It. Yeah, I, I, I know, but I'm just saying, using your knowledge of dwar- dwarfish, right, you you translate it to, like, it's slightly different to what you you recognize is why I bring this up. Uh, but you think it says um, Stonebreaker. This is interesting. What's the story behind this stuff? Well, um, shit. This is a woman. Fuck. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, um, Stonebreaker came uh, from a long time ago. Uh, it was a tale of a hardworking miner that uh, one day he found that when he used the shards and mixed them with his tale. he could impart some of the uh, spark from it into his ale. This created a sort of magical uh, form of alcohol that we now know as Stonebreaker. And why it's called Stonebreaker? Well, they say that it helps you break stones. <laughs> Since even if somebody took a stone and hit you in the head, the stone will break before you would feel the pain. Interesting. I must say, this is one I've never come across yet. How does this compare to something like Swirly? Her eyes widen. You know of Swirly? I've heard some stories of it from a friend of mine who was able to sample some. Uh, that's, uh, that's the orcish um, alcohol that they make. 
Yes. Not entirely sure how, but uh, it's pretty strong stuff from what I hear. Which is the stronger? Well, of course, Stonebreaker would be the stronger. Mm. After all, it has the history behind it. Nothing like that swirly. Mm-hmm. How much? For this? Ah, uh, just a gold piece. And uh, at this point, Yosefi, you're going to leave, and um, behind you is the owner who's going to yell out, uh, yell to uh, his wife and says, uh, get, get, get him and his friends around the drinks on the house. Actually, as many drinks as they want on the house. And uh, he goes back up to the counter and starts like working the counter and then like uh, preparing drinks for the rest of the party if you're going to get drinks and so on and so forth. Josefi's going to have a puppuccino and he's going to have one for Natessa as well. Natessa is enjoying it. <laughs> Yay! Gorif, I would like your advice on something. Hi. I would like you to try this alcohol, and I would like your honest opinion on how it compares to Swirly. It's not telling me twice. Gorif is going to down it in one. Okay. So here's an interesting. How thing. much was how oh, much was um, the? I said down it in one before I. A pint. No, oh shit! All oh, right. Uh. Oh, oh no, the drink. It's it's about like um like two fingers. Alright, okay, that's fine. So the thing about Stonebreaker is that it's a and it's actually an ill mixed in with shards as it's uh to make increase the sprite value. <laughs> so it has a very particular effect on anyone who uses who 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 has any connection to magic. And uh, Gaurav, you are going to fill the full brunt of this. Um, can you roll me a uh, I oh, guess Christ. constitution, constitution saving throw with advantage? Oh, wait, with disadvantage since you cast a sort of magic. Wait, uh, disadvantage. Uh, let's see. Actually, minus two instead. Um, I rolled better with disadvantage than with well, nothing. It's so advantage and disadvantage. So it'd just be a normal roll, which is what he rolled originally. Okay, let's go with that. So, Fuck. um, that's a... Nine. Uh, nine. Nine. Nine! Okay, Gareth, you are going to, uh, basically, uh, be knocked by this, and, um, Harlan, you're gonna just see Gareth, uh, suddenly, like, look all sorts of, like, like he's already, uh, beginning to feel the effects of the drink, and he's kind of drunk, and, um, big thing. With oh. your ability to detect magic, you're going to realize that Goro's um, magic seems weaker, for um, due, almost as a due to the drink. Oh dear, that's an unfortunate side effect. Uh, pray tell, Barkeep, how long does that effect uh, tend yeah. to last? Uh, about a day. Shouldn't be too. I, no, I don't feel too. I don't feel too good. Uh, I, I mean. There is another reason why it is called Stonebreaker. It does affect those who don't cast magic a lot less. But for those who do, um, sometimes it causes a surge in magic after the fact. That seems oh. like that ought to be something included in the initial warning. Fucking cunt, I'm fucking... I'm fucking sorry, I, I thought... Uh, fucking hell. He looked like he should take it, you know? Just like your mom. 
You fucking, you've called me a lightweight butt. I'll fucking, I'll fucking have you, but. Uh, round of meads, please. Fucking. Alright, and then, um, she gets you and your brother, uh, meads. Gorifer, you are very, very drunk. <laughs> Thankfully, this, uh, platform has, a uh, very, very robust railings that are made out of solid stone that rise up as it lowers so that uh, drunk idiots don't climb off and die. <laughs> uh, for curiosity's sake, is there a restroom somewhere just in case of vomiting Gorif? No, uh, Gorif, Gorif has the strongest the stomach. Off this edge. Gorif, can you make me a constitution syndrome? Aye. Just to see. Three! Gorif, you feel this compulsion to puke. No, I resist! I resist! Lucky, 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 I'm lucky, I'm so lucky. Oh fuck, I'm so lucky, I'm a lucky you boy. Failed. The luckiest boy in all the land. He's got yeah! Yeah! Garf, you feel the acid begin to go to your mouth, and you quickly swallow, swallow it back in, and then pretend that like nothing happened. Got it from the high mass stomach of steel! <laughs> I'm sorry, this is such a Garf thing to do. Fails the first save, <laughs> uses lucky. Fails the second save, uses two luckies. <laughs> My honor's at stake here, man. I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I threw up from one drink. Honestly, the, the, just the fact I that lucky kind of has been used more. Luckies. He's used lucky more to save face than actually in combat. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, that is true. Oh, boy. So, um... Harlan and Harlan are enjoying your drinks. Uh, you do, um... <laughs> uh, you see that uh, Garth isn't having the best of the time. Seems quite unwell. Yeah. So while we're at the table, I assume that we have a little bit of privacy? Yeah. Alright, so I'll use this time to chat with my brother and just... I've been trying to figure out what would be the ideal alcohol to use for this flask that I got from Syl. And so far, this swirly that the orcs make sounds like the best candidate for the alcohol one. But unfortunately, this stonebreaker being a magical beverage is inapplicable. Which is slightly unfortunate, as it does seem to have a rather profound effect. Hard kombucha. Uh, that's, Hard kombucha. That's still not nearly as potent as anything else I've listed. But it's healthy for you. We're healers. Why would we care about that? Yeah, but we're marketing. I'm not healing people out of the goodness of my heart here. Yes, I mean, for healing ourselves. We don't need to live a nice lifestyle. We can simply heal ourselves of any poisonings or any other just effects of ill health. Dr. Pepper. I, What's I'm that? I'm afraid I've not heard of that one. Where did you stumble across such a name? At the grocery store. <laughs> Well, continue to keep your ears open if you do come across any other candidates. Uh, we did purchase four of the flasks. I would prefer to dedicate one to alcohol, and we'll see for the rest. I still maintain we should have bought like 12 of them and expensed them all. Yes, I just can't help the hunch that we want to have some other expense in the near future that we'll want to truly make sure is built to Blackthorn. And doing excessive such for the flasks, well, would have been excessive. Anyway. 
So, um, while you're drinking, uh, the hour is almost uh, up, and soon the platform lowers down to the level below, and the shields come down, and you see uh, from this platform uh, past the tables is this um, mess of uh, different metal um, pillars and whatnot crisscrossing here and there. A uh, couple of them carrying these platforms, and each on them seem to be a frame of a house that is going to be built upon that uh, framework. And these houses move about, uh, getting different parts added from these massive forges that you can see along the sides of this um, city. So just before we step off the platform, just one last question for the barkeep. Uh Sorry to bother you. One last question. Uh, would yes. healing magic uh, hasten or hinder the effects on uh, our friend here? She pauses and thinks of it and says, Well, I, I, I have heard that um, if done with, uh, if I'm not wrong, there's a spell that uh, cures disease. I think that works. Good to know. Thank you. Uh, I, I don't need no fucking Ponzi magic. I'll fucking pull through myself but why didn't you why didn't you have one uh harlan harlan you should have one they're very they're not very strong but they're very delicious i would recommend and uh one one thing uh gorf you're gonna notice is that there are a lot of drow <laughs> i oh were there any one of these fuckers could be not i'm gonna I... be holding him back <laughs> <laughs> no, like, um, to be more specific on why, like, where are the drow and how are the drow, you're going to see a lot of um, drow working at the fortress, which is a site that hasn't been seen before by any of the party, um, especially those of the, um, from Dren. Wait, yeah, who's no, seen a drow work Darcy. before, am I right? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> You know, all they do is laze about. <laughs> it is endemic to their race. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, fucking no. I mean, you okay? You good with me? <laughs> you having a nice fun? I'm worried about my life in 30 years. <laughs> are you, are you <laughs> excited about all this race baiting that Nathan's just dropping in the chat? <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I didn't think so. You advertise for this. You talk about it. You've gone on pot panels. I have. You talk about how forward thinking we are. No, I show the show on Twitter all the time. Lie, <laughs> Nathan's a man pulled straight out of the 60s. That is not inaccurate. <laughs> See, when I tell people about the show, I go, you know, if you run out of something to do, it might. It might be funny. Maybe we should Flaggy. just try to get advertised on Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of our best bets. They'll agree with most of the things. It'd be good for the brand, but I don't like that. Nathan's fact. like, this 13-year-old drow man was just attacked by this 17-year-old human boy. Stay the tuned for sponsor, just Alex Jones. He was just protecting his community with his bow and arrow that he shot through the kid's face. The drow could have had a gun. 
<laughs> he didn't, but he could have. The fact that this was his neighborhood in Undren has no bearing <laughs> on the situation. Yeah, exactly. God damn it. <laughs> that drow could have had a poison dagger, and you know it, Remy. Just because you're an SJW you know. and you can't handle the truth. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Pardon, excuse me? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> all jokes aside, um, the drow are working and um, there are a couple of um, one, one that one thing that does appear to be unnatural um in some of the spaces where are normally where normally uh are used to hold um all the resources and materials some of them are kept empty and are now filled with uh what appear to be um makeshift homes where uh drow are currently staying in oh this isn't in the elevator this is in undren no this is not undren this is the uh the level below the level you were on so it's and, level um, one of Dren. Oh, okay. On yeah, Undren? Okay. It's above yeah, Undren. So, it's above Dren. <laughs> no, it's above Underdren. So it's above Undren. <laughs> Fucking no. <laughs> okay, it's one level below ground level. Okay, that's it. Okay, so... <laughs> okay. So, normally, this is the place where different buildings are constructed and then sent up. But and it's normally filled with uh, materials. But this space is now filled with uh, housing for uh, these uh, the 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 drow, the refugees. You can just call them refugees. The refugees. I'm, I'm, I intend to call them drow every single time. <laughs> no mention of it the fact that no. they're in an unfortunate plight caused by the actions of others. Yep, of course not. <laughs> uh, actually, most of these drow are criminals. Uh, just wanted to put that one out they, there. I'm just saying most of them attack this place. Uh, un, un, you know. Anyway! They're evil. We so, find the on. foreman! No, I've heard there's okay. never been a good drow. Especially not this guy, Nor. Um, <laughs> so, moving on. You um, walk away past um, the the refugee camps and refugee camps, and um, you see like uh, young drow playing with each other, uh, and a couple people like um, caring to like a couple of dwarves helping the drow um, bring food and clothes and whatnot, uh, and you hear whispers within the crowd of um, perhaps like some great calamity that happened in Undren but you do not know what. Um, and slowly, you're going to make your way to the office of the foreman who has uh, obviously let um, this place be used for the refugees. Apparently, okay. the, despite his uh, outward disposition, maybe he's, he's not all that all that bad, man. So, maybe, maybe... Again, for a question for my own curiosity. Sure. Does Gorf remember and is choosing not to speak, or does he just flat out not remember? <laughs> I remember, I just haven't seen a reason to speak yet. Okay. Okay. So, Gavi Dorn is currently sat in his office, smoking, and watching over the um, 
refugee camps uh, from his office while he takes a smoke. Yeah. Pardon me, would you be Gavi Dawn? He turns to uh, Harlan and says, I am Gavi. What, what's up? Well, Blackthorn sent us to talk to you about the whole recent events. Ah, you mean all the um, Undren business recently? Yes. Yes. Well, uh, it's pretty nasty stuff. So, I'd be the first person to tell you. I didn't used to like uh, Mosra, but um, they're not all bad. In fact, I, I let them stay here. I, after I heard their plight, well, who wouldn't, right? So, uh, what appeared to happen is that um, in Andren, there was a some sort of break-in in reality, and all sorts of creatures crawled out and began to attack the place. So, most of the doors from Andren also had to escape. But the funny thing is that, uh, well, the drow who are normally quite capable of taking care of most of the creepies down in Andren, they, they couldn't handle what was coming from uh, this, uh, this swarm of monsters. From what I hear, there were monsters of many different types. Different types? Things that... Yeah, uh, from what I hear, um, goblins, kobolds, uh, bugbears, all sorts of different stuff. Stuff that we, we, we only hear in the stories, we, we don't really see them about anymore nowadays. You know how, um, how uh, when you're traveling, mainly you just find an occasional devil or two back in the day when we were still in the demon war? Yes, you, that still happens today every once in a while. Yeah. But um, those today's devils—they're not so bad, either, honestly. <laughs> You're not so funny, thing, Gavi. He's talking about two asshole. Things. No, he's an asshole, but he's pretty tolerant. He, he, he pretty <laughs> tolerant. All the like, he may not have the best language. He may not call them the best things. He's like he's pretty tolerant. He's like that guy. Have you see, heard the joke? The the dude from Boston who's like a pretty nice guy, but he just talks about shit because he's from Boston, and he's like. What gay marriage? Why should I give a damn? It's gay marriage. Who gives a fuck? If two dudes want to be blowing each other with a ring on their fingers, what harm does that do me, you know? <laughs> it's like, that guy's actually anyways, pretty cool. <laughs> he, he's, um, Gavi, uh, looks back over the refugee camp and takes another draw from his, uh, um, <laughs> I almost said cigar, but it's a pipe. <laughs> And then he kind of gives off a puff of smoke and he says, Ah, pretty nasty business, I say. Remember those days. Those days were bad. Hmm. Has anyone mm -hmm. said anything about where all these creatures seem to be coming from? Well, uh, seems to be somewhere deep in Andren. Pretty foreign. Somewhere close to the, um, the drow capital. Seems like uh, a whole bunch of them must have died in the process. There's a whispering of um, that they, this great horde of creatures has a leader of some sort, but very few know exactly what kind of leader it might be. Well, very few isn't none. Could you point us towards anyone who might have more information? I mean, um, take a pick. Um, he, he waves over at the refugee camp and say, um, look, look over there, the, the red one, and he points at this like, um, quaint red building that has been made with um, the the same materials that are used to make the housing from uh, for the rest of the 
dwarven uh, city, but reconfigured in a more like obviously it's been reconfigured by the uh drow and the drow who li- currently live there and take shelter there. And he says, um, those lot there, they they saw uh most of it. I I I think it'd be best if you ask them. Thank you. We can certainly do that. Uh, one more question for you before we head off. Then, there's been a lot more rumors coming to the other cities about Vitruvians causing some sort of trouble, but it sounds like that's nothing of the sort. Vitruvians? Oh, you mean those um, those foreigners? Uh, yeah, the foreigners. Yeah, yeah. The people whose planet uh, we those... invaded, right? I I heard. Pretty bad things in the in the news about um, all the destruction we caused. Nasty stuff, wasn't it? What destruction? What? I haven't heard any credible source of what bad things have been allegedly done. Oh no no no! It it he's talking about whenever we landed and caused the massive tsunami that annihilated a not insignificant portion of the population of the rest of this yeah, world. Yeah, that that that. Oh uh, yeah, that was pretty nasty stuff, honestly. If I, if if I could say, like, um, I, I'd give Blackthorn a good talking to, but if I wouldn't get my head blasted off. But, I uh, actually yeah. did. Don't you worry about it. It's already taken care of. He's seen the error you're of my his friend. ways. You, you're my friend, uh, a very wise and intelligent man, if Blackthorn listens to you. Thank you. He does. Yes. We're close friends. Yes, Yosef, he is indeed a wise man. But you still haven't answered my question. Where are Try. these negative rumors about the Vitruvians coming from? Negative rumors. Ah, uh, oh yeah, I I have heard it. Um, just just been whispers. Uh, somebody here and there talks about it. I'm not entirely sure where it comes from, but uh, I suspect um based on uh, prior experience, it might be the uh, misgivings of maybe the royalty or something like that. And well, uh, maybe someone has hired, and then he pulls close, and then he whispers the Zachary, perhaps. I, Harlan Hornbrew, of Vetrum, thank you for your information. He blinks for a second and is like, well, you should have told me. Nice to meet you. And he pulls out his hand and, like, expects a shake. Yeah, shake. Because <laughs> he a shake, and then he's like, fancy meeting you. It's surprising you can speak our language. Magic is capable of a great many things. I say, I say. Well, what's it like uh, uh, back there? I- is your family okay? Well, thankfully, our family lives rather inland, but the death toll from the coastal areas is already in the hundreds of thousands. And, um, well, let me put it this way. Are you aware of the whole purple desert just outside your right. doors? Uh, right, right. We have a unfortunately similar area over the continent, actually. So imagine hundreds of thousands of corpses that then get back up, and you have a basic idea of how bad things have been. And uh, he, he uh, frowns and says, I'm sorry. It is a matter for Blackthorn. I apologize for taking any anger on yourself. Uh, this... This uh, what what would you call it? Necromantic effect. Uh, how how did it happen? Was it because of us? No. No, the necromancy existed before. It's just. I see. A 
rather terrible combination of factors. Ah, and he like sighs and takes another puff and he's, <sighs> I, I, uh, I wish I could do more, but, uh, well, if you would just keep your ear to the ground, if you can find any direction of where those rumors seem to be coming from within the city, that would still be a lead, which would be incredibly valuable to us. He nods and says, I gl- I'll do that gladly. Anything to help? My thanks. So, uh, I guess uh, you, you need to do your uh, search and figure out more about the situation down there. Indeed. Uh, do any of you have nice any day. other questions for our friend here before we speak to the drow? All right. All right, then. <laughs> Off we go. Hey, who's this guy again? <laughs> the foreman who threw you a uh, more Gavi Dorn. Fire elemental. Gavi but- Dorn. Wait, okay, I've got I've got a bit of a Gorif uh Oh dear. Oh no. So he doesn't no. no one knows I'm Gorif, right? Because I fucked up my face before I came here, right? Yeah, you you, you are unrecognizable. Alright. And it's I'm not go... like you have your distinctive mm. acts at the moment. Hmm. How much shit would I be in? <laughs> That's a nicer starter sentence. Like if if someone found out that I was um Gorif. I mean, didn't we sort it? I thought Blackthorn sorted it. Like, I thought that was mentioned at the beginning of the year. No, 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 no. That was not sorted by Blackthorn. So I'd be in pretty well, good shape. Well, has he tried? <laughs> no. <laughs> Shit. Shit. <laughs> hmm. Garth just hasn't been stopped because his face <laughs> is so <laughs> fucked up that people can tell. So I'd be in pretty deep shit. If I were to say, oh, look at me, I'm Gorif from the Hive. I don't know. Want to try? There would be trouble with the authorities. The question is, will we get there? Hey, Gavi! Yeah. Is that you, mate? Remember he me? He turns and says, he scratches, and then he, he blinks and says, who are you? Your face I... is all busted up, remember? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I am. Um, you probably don't recognize me. I got into a bit of a fall, but... Wait, wait. I recognize that beaten up face. Yeah, you're that dwarf I sent into the the furnace the other time. Aye, uh, that's a me. That's me. Months back. Aye. Oh, you, you look like light. a fucking idiot. Aye. <laughs> <I>, what? <laughs> a fucking idiot, do I? Hey. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what are you doing about here? You, you, you with this this uh, nice man from, uh, what was it, Vetrum? Ah, yes. Oh. Um, previous party I was in, we saw differently, so. Uh, I'm with these guys now. I see, I see. Hi. What you doing about nowadays? Ah, uh, just travelling around, you know, being a good guy. What about you, uh, Gavi? How's that business? Uh, it's been going okay. Any more firemen elemental problems? A uh, couple, but um, it's been okay. I, you got this trusty fire extinguisher. Aye. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it was pretty funny when I sent you that. <laughs> well... Well, it's good to see you, Gavi. Nice to see a, a friendly face every now and again. Uh, good to see you too. Uh, I, I hear you do. Uh, the the, um, the gods looking for you. You did something horrible, I hear. The gods? What the fuck? A uh, what? The uh. clan god. No, not the clan god. The it, it seems like the clan god and the uh, church were looking for you. The church of Petra. Aye, that's that's all sorted now. That's a while back. Um, I went into the trial. Are you, are you sure? And yes, and he, yes, he yes. just points at, like, like a fucking poster off to the side, pasted somewhere, it just says, 
if you find this man, it's like picture of Gara. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I you see, you see, um a while back, you know that exemplar um dwarf guy, I can't remember his name. Uh Corvin? Corvin, yes, Corvin. You know Corvin. <laughs> Well, um... <laughs> yes, the Pope! Yes, yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I know my religious figures. <laughs> you know I, God? Have you heard of him? <laughs> Jesus? Well, yeah, uh, me and him had a bit of a chat, and um, I'm behind all that now. That's um, outdated, that poster. I see. I had a trial, uh, and it's all good. I, I heard that, like, uh, somebody was murdered on your orders, but, uh, okay. Uh, what? Yeah, that's this, uh, there was this lovely man by the name of Father Cantonbury, I think. Oh, Father Cantonbury, Cantonbury! Uh, no, Cantonbury! Cantonbury. I not. That... Do not scorn the dead man's name. No, it's not scornful. Me and him had a... A colorful relationship, and that whole colorful, you say? Yeah, well, that whole that whole um situation with me, you know, supposedly ordering his death. That's that's lies. It's a, it's a misunderstanding um, from the law. Ah, see, that's unfortunate. I've I've had moments like that when um, my I've had an argument with a friend, and then yes, something yes. bad happened to them. Couldn't talk to them again. I, I would never do such a thing. He was a good guy, and uh, his death haunts me every day. I see. I see. So, uh, you want to take out a fundamental? Uh, for me today? <laughs> um, no, I think I've got um, other stuff to do, Gavin, but it's been nice chatting to you, I'll say that. Alright, uh, you have a nice day. You lot I, have a nice day. Uh, you too. Gareth is gonna roll like. insight, just to make sure he doesn't fucking rat on me. The prick. Boom. Boom. Yeah, 14. 13. 13. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you see no intent to, uh, Right. Alrighty. So as we're just walking out the door to the office, Harlan is just going to turn to Gorf. If you knew that guy, why on earth did you leave me to do all the talking? Well, I mean, you're good at it. Well, yes, thank you, but still, personal connections are a valuable resource. Aye, that's why I had a good chat with him. Yes, but it, it seems like the kind of thing that should have been mentioned once we knew who we were going to meet. Aye, aye, aye. I didn't know this guy. Yeah, no, that was at, um, one of my prior parties. Yes, um, yeah, but, they were once, real scumbags, all of them. but once we discussed that we were going to meet Gavidon, the foreman, Aye. That, that seems like the time for you to mention, oh, I know that gentleman. All right, my bad. Uh, probably should have mentioned that now that you mentioned that, yes, yes. No, no, no worries. That's one of the least gorf things you've done today, so it's, it's okay. All righty then. To the drow? Yeah! What? Garf is not drunk all of a sudden. Continuity. You can just undrunk yourself with healing hand. Yeah, I, I undrunk myself with healing hand about ten minutes ago. Or... Boom. Yeah, he has a few options. Yeah, alrighty, it's cliffhanger time. Alright, so as you enter the, um, as you see the, enter the, um, drow encampment, and then uh, you hear them chatting, and then you, see one of the drow speaking to another one, and then he says, Well, I saw this creature coming out of the tear. It was, uh, it was floating. It was pretty large, I, I think. It came after all the monsters came through. It was, uh, something grotesque, I would call it. Floating above the ground, perhaps like, uh, maybe ten tentacles coming off of it, and this 
disgusting eye in the middle of it. With that, Remy reaches orgasm. <laughs> and <laughs> that's it for today! <laughs>